Hey guys, it's Kiki and I'm here to review season three, episode nine of Owns Ready to Love entitled Secrets and Betrayals. This episode, you guys, I just, I watched it live on a delay because I wanted to relax <laughs> and watch it. And there was just a lot of immaturity going on. There was a lot of backpedaling and pussy popping. There was just a lot of theatrics, a lot of stunts going on. And th- I'm not going to lie, y'all. This episode pissed me off, but I'm not going to yell. I'm not going to raise my voice. I'm going to just report the news. <laughs> okay, I was disappointed in a ton of people tonight. But you know what? That is what this show is for. It's here to entertain us. So let's get into it. So the episode picks right up where it left off with both uh, eliminations coming up. We got David and Liz still arguing. He's still not letting her get a word in edgewise. It's so annoying, the back and forth. Like, the can I talk? Can I talk? Will you let me talk? Well, no, I can lead it. That shit is annoying, and I'm not about to stand here and argue with no nigga, regardless of what he got to say. Like, either you can catch these hands or you can catch this back as I'm walking away. Um... So David just spits it out. You know, he has decided to self-eliminate. And Liz is just like, you know, he just didn't want to take responsibility for his actions. He just wanted to blurt that out before she could get the chance to eliminate his ass. So he's all on that. And I hate when people do this because it's so passive aggressive, especially Christians. Like, be blessed. Be blessed. You know, be blessed. You don't really mean that shit. (laughs) Have a great day. Be blessed. You know, talk to God. Y'all don't mean that shit. Um, He storms off. Liz is disappointed. And he's telling the camera people like, no questions, no interviews. He's certainly pulling a Naya from last season. (laughs) Like, y'all not going to embarrass me. So he's leaving. They actually do get him to sit still and talk to the cameras. And he's just like, he's a man of God. And when he sees the enemy trying to make his way in, he's going to get ahead of him. Okay, who who was the enemy, David? It seems like you yourself, you are the enemy, my nigga. Like, what? Who who was the enemy? Are you saying Liz was the enemy? David, I just, uh, I really liked David in the beginning. I think he got tremendously insecure. He was even insecure when Liz was feeling him. And then I don't necessarily believe it was the kiss with Jason that triggered him. It was the maybe he was realizing that her attentions were elsewhere and he he wanted to be number one and he wanted to be her sort of savior in my opinion so david it's definitely no love lost especially with all the stuff that's coming out with you um yeah be blessed my nigga be blessed (laughs) i tweeted i said the only thing that david is ready for is therapy yes black men please explore therapy next we get back to ron and alexis and it's just yeah he's picking up on the you can't offer me anything and alexis is like okay well you know what the ladies have decided that you are not ready for love (laughs) and then ron again this is the ron i kept telling y'all about mr concubine since episode one who was trying to play it cool and stuff all that misogynistic bullshit aside he tells alexis that he lost respect for her and that he thought that she was smarter and better than that And she's just like, you know what, Ron, you are not going to speak to me that way. That's actually very condescending. But the thing is, Ron, right after he said that, that he lost the respect and that 
he thought she was smarter and better. He was like, I know that may be condescending, but it, you know, it's, it's how I feel. How you feel is that you are a complete asshole. And it's, I get it. You guys are on a reality TV show. Rejection is never a great feeling, whether you're filming the show or in real life. But the men, the ego on these men, it's gross and it's disgusting. Immediately after, you know, Alexis is just like, you're not going to speak to me like that. He's like, and I just want you to know that I went on a date with Amber last night um, and I did kiss her. So I think I was done with you anyway. (sighs) What a baby back bitch. Not only do you throw Amber under the bus, like you're, you're just pulling your dick out to swing it like, oh, I kissed somebody else. Okay, and this is a dating show. We're supposed to kiss other people. Now, I would be a little worried because, you know, we're still in coronavirus. But, sir, was that supposed to make her want you? Like, what was the intent behind telling her that? Like, y'all claimed y'all talked every day on the phone and that y'all texted. And now you decide to embarrass her? Like, Alexis is not my favorite lady. But um, that was a bitch move. Like, that was a petty little bitch move. And David and Ron are both little bitches. Um, Alexis says that she's shocked by it. She doesn't even know if it's true. Let's put a pin in that. Alexis says she doesn't even know if what Ron is saying about kissing Amber is true. But um, she's shocked and that she's glad that he actually said that. So that made her decision to move forward with AJ a lot easier. Ron in his exit interview says that he and Alexis are total opposites and it just wasn't fun. He wants to be with somebody in a relationship and have fun. I have zero doubt that the second Ron left the restaurant, side note, did y'all see all that food that was on the table? (laughs) It was like fried fish, like just, just good ass food. But anyway, um, I have no doubt that he dialed Chrysanthemum's number and he's like, Hey, let me come over or some shit like that. Like Ron, I had him clocked. I had his ass clocked since episode one. Um, But yeah, Ron and David both go home. Um, Let Ron tell it he's self-eliminated. Like, I think that's some shit he was saying last week that was floating around IJ. He's like, I self-eliminated. But yeah, and if you... I don't follow any of these people on Instagram. I just like to keep the mystery to myself in some way. But um, apparently Ron and Chrysanthemum are... Let's just say they're still keeping in contact, all right? And Chrysanthemum was throwing a little bit of shade on her Instagram, I guess, towards Alexis saying that, um, bitch, you were so worried about me. You should have been worried about yourself. So this reunion, y'all, is going to be spicy. All right, so we join the four men and Tommy back in the tabernacle. Um, the four men left are Jason, A.G., KG Chris and Joel. Um, AJ notes immediately that the vibe is different. You know, they are no longer sitting on couches. They're sitting in their own separate chairs. And um, David and Ron are gone. So Tommy lets the men know that tomorrow he's sending them on a ranch getaway. Everybody's excited. KG says that he wants quality time with Amber and he wants to have great conversation. Uh, Tommy tells the guys that this is basically your trial run for living with someone. And I was like... I mean, I I mean, granted, last season they were on a resort, so they were always around other people. But you ain't living with somebody in no big ass ranch and three or four other couples there. So I was just like, why don't y'all be adults and say that y'all want to see if people going to be fucking on this trip? <laughs> like, we want to see who going to be sleeping in each other. You know, we're going to pull the winter and um, 
what was homie's name from last season? Jay, you know, sneaking off to his room every night. We want to see who can be bumping uglies. But yeah, Tommy says it's the trial run for living with someone. See if you can snuggle with them. Horseback ride, you know, hit the jacuzzi. He says that the kitchen and bar are fully stocked. And that's why I was like, yeah, because y'all want them to get a little romantic. Jason says that knowing with um, that Kyra and Liz will both be there, he's going to be uncomfortable. KG being the vibe and energy person, the psychic you know, the clairvoyant spirit that he is, he's like, oh, I have a feeling things are going to get exposed. And I'm just like, oh, KG, little do you know, bruh. So everyone arrives at the ranch kind of in pairs. We got Joel and KG, Chris, we got Liz and Jason. And um, as more people come in, they trickle in. So Vernicia says she's excited to be at the ranch. She wants to take this time to spend more time with Joelle because they have never spent the night together. So she's wondering if that's going to happen on this trip. See, I said that, didn't I? Um, Jason and Liz walk up together. He's talking about how, first of all, Liz has on this badass denim outfit, which, you know, they call it the Canadian tuxedo when you have on denim on denim. But it was just a nice, voluptuous denim outfit. And Jason is again... I wrote, Jason keeps sexualizing Liz. And I know he's coming from a place of, wow, she's beautiful. But it's like the more Liz, uh, the more Liz dresses to accentuate her curves, it gets Jason's attention. And the first episode where he did that with the masquerade ball, everybody was mad. I was just like, well, I mean, her titties are out and she did look beautiful. She was breathtaking. So, yeah, but now it's just like, Jason, I can't keep defending you when all you are talking about is Liz's looks. Like, I'm sold on them as a couple. I'm rooting for them, but it's, I don't know, Jason. You, yes, she's a great person with a great spirit, but it seems like you heart more on how she's dressed and how she's look. Um, Alexis comes in there by the pool. Like I said, more people trickle in. Uh, KG chris showing off his abs Whew. he got some good abs um and they're like come on joelle show your abs so he's trying to act shy and vernicia just pulls up his shirt and i'm just like joelle come on and i seen that body on twitter stop playing with us um alexis aj arrives so alexis says that she's pissed off with aj because she was trying to get in communication with him to talk about you know her disagreement with ron and he wasn't there for her so that's one thing with Alexis. She also says that she wants to confront Amber about what Ron told her. Now, listen, you want to confront her, but you 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 literally just said you didn't even know if what Ron said was true. So, you know, what what are we doing here, Alexis? Why are we here? What's what are your intentions at the ranch? Like, are you just coming to be shady and uh, be fucking messy? Or are you here to strengthen your connection that you think you have with AJ? no okay um Kyra is the same old same old with Kyra like I'm starting to get bored with Kyra like she likes Jason but it's AJ she could see herself leaving with girl you've been down this road with AJ you already know how he is just say that you are sexually attracted attracted to him and let's just call it a day like I do see her leaving with AJ but it's not because she really likes him that's just an itch she needs to scratch I don't know if she and AJ were ever intimate given the debit card debacle but I feel like that's it like and I'm speaking from experience girl you you need closure on that AJ situation and I feel that's what's leading your attraction to him 
as opposed to Jason, who I feel like would be Kyra's perfect match on paper. Like if she were to list all her qualities, Jason definitely has that. So I don't know why she keeps... I think like AJ is her spare tire in the back. Like I'm just like Kyra girl, you know you dated AJ already. He was here last week. His name was Timothy and he was the one spilling all your tea about your finances. Um the group everybody gets there and they go to the like I don't know, what would what would you call that? Like a den, the man cave where all the the pool table and all that stuff is. <laughs> it's about to get messy so amber and chris are talking she's just saying you know she's excited for the weekend she had to drive straight here from work we know girl da we know and um she says she just wants to keep it real with each other meaning the people there and with chris um vernicia says well vernicia alexis amber and kyra are sitting at like a little countertop and they're talking and um, they're asking Vernicia if she's secure, you know, with who she's moving forward with in the process. She states that she's secure with Joel. Um, he comes over because he hears his name and they're asking him, hey, are you secure? And he's like, I'm secure with whoever I have the strongest connection with. And that's obviously Vernicia. Y'all, I'm going to switch between saying Vernicia and Vernicia because I heard Joel say Vernicia. So I'm like, damn, that really is how her name is said. Um... So Amber, her confessional is like, yo, Ron told me, (laughs) I told y'all Ron was out there being a baby back bitch. Um, She said that Ron told her about Joelle saying that he would go home with Kyra and that, you know, when Tommy asked if they could leave tonight, who would they leave with? Ron, why are you telling what's going on in the tabernacle? Like, uh, I cannot, men gossip y'all. Me and Ashley always say it on the podcast, but men really, they gossip more than women do, okay? Um, So Amber decides at this very moment with Joelle talking about how he's secure with Vernicia. She reaches over and she's like, so you're secure with Vernicia, but why did you, did you say that Kyra was your number one? And it was like record scratch. Like you could hear, uh, uh, (laughs) what do they say about church? like a mouse pissing on cotton (laughs) um vernicia is obviously pissed joel starts Ooh, joel he starts backpedaling and pussy popping like oh yeah i had said that but you know vernicia first of all he didn't even state that he had told vernicia that that was the one thing kyra's there standing there being so awkward and i would be awkward too let me just say what amber did was wrong I definitely would have pulled Vernicia to the side. I either would have pulled Vernicia to the side and told her that information, or I would have told Joel that I knew that information and I would have given him the opportunity to tell Vernicia that. To put it all out on Front Street, Amber, I thought was wrong. I don't think she had an ill intent. I just think that's part of her personality and her being direct and blunt. But it definitely was embarrassing for Venetia and I felt bad on that accord but you know she called Joel to the carpet can't go back can't undo it and Joel like I said he started backpedaling he started stuttering that New Orleans swag was gone he's just like well you know Venetia I had a miscommunication and they're still talking about that damn he didn't text her about going out to dinner miscommunication so he was like in that moment that's why I said Kyra's name and Venetia is just like bruh um you needed to tell me that Joel says that it wasn't necessary to tell her that you really weren't going to tell her that so you're going to wait until it's played nationwide on television for her to learn that you kind of played her to the left 
he says that, oh, it was the, yeah, I already said that. He said it was the miscommunication that made him said Kyra. So they get into an argument. Vernicia is just like, you constantly doing things to hurt me and I have not done one thing to hurt you. And I'm here with Vernicia. She has worn her heart on her sleeve this entire time. She has been, um, up, upright, forthcoming with her intentions with Joelle. And I feel like Joelle got scared for whatever reason. And if Joelle, if that one little miscommunication pissed you off enough for you to claim and leave with somebody else, you may not be ready for love or you may not be the man you think you are. But yeah, it's all out in the open. Everybody's kind of awkward. And <laughs> I just felt like Vernicia's bubble was bursted for this whole day. Like this whole day of this trip at the ranch seemed very stressful for Vernicia. But um, yeah, I just want to circle back. Amber, you should not have done that. Pull your girl to the side. I'm never, ever, ever I believe in whole code, okay? I'm going to pull my good sis to the side. And I know how I get. I'm so protective about my friends. And I've been in situations like that. But um, I'm going to pull my good sis to the side and let her know what's up before I just put all her tea in the streets. <sighs> so we get people sitting in groups talking around and they hear a horn honking in the front of the house. And of course... It's the Seagram's Escapes truck. <laughs> Owen is going to make sure you niggas buy the Seagram Escapes, okay? You better get the wine cooler. You better make all the cocktails that are available to make with those damn wine coolers. I'm just like, at first it wasn't bothering me. And I saw a lot of people say last week, like at the nail salon, oh, it's so forced. And I'm like, y'all, this is how Owen pays the bills. That's how production, I mean, that's how pro, what's the word? promotions work like you you have to promote your business or your brand and you know y'all talking about y'all thinking about it so I hope it works but this I was just like with all the mess that had just happened with Joelle being exposed I was like damn it Seagram's truck and nice bartender lady go away but everybody comes out front to get like a snow cone like cocktail those drinks did look good they did sound good so I would I think if I go out tomorrow I may need to get some froze um or at least a frozen patron margarita um everyone's getting their drink order in with the very nice bartender and joelle is trying to you know put his arm around vernicia and vernicia is doing what i would do in a situation <laughs> when my ex or somebody has pissed me off but he wants to act right in public i'm just like grinning bearing it i'm like <laughs> you know i can't stand your ass right like don't fucking touch me but she's letting him touch her and put his arm around her and i'm just like ooh, joelle Joelle, you being exposed this episode, baby. Like, just the body language and the stuff he did. Because he knows he's in the wrong, right? But he wants to come and love up on her now after the fact. Even though last week it was she was clinging and it's making you pull back. Okay, Joelle. Um, so the ladies all sit together. Kyra, you know, with her great question, she's like, what is everybody looking to get out of this ranch trip? Um, Vernicia's just like clarity all right I want no smoke I want to see you straight away right ahead Alexis says that she's looking for a mate Kyra says that she herself does not have a mate and Alexis is like yeah I know you do and it's kind of bothering me um because they're going after the same guy which is AJ Alexis then says in her confessional that Kyra you kind of have to watch her because she plays Monopoly or chess and once again we have Alexis questioning someone else's motives she says that she questions Kyra's motives um and she doesn't know if that has to do with her personality or is it because she is an attorney and I'm just like wait what 
Alexis, stop judging all these other women. Maybe if you would put more energy into dissecting who these men are, you wouldn't be stuck here without any prospects. Um, Kyra says, and I feel like Kyra took a dig back at Alexis. She was just like, I'm not going to decide based on someone who has chosen me. She says it's on, you know, who I want and who I need. And she states that she does like Jason the most. But again, for whatever reason, it must be the fucking beard. She is torn with AJ. We get to AJ and Jason in the kitchen with the guys. Jason's asking AJ, you know, I want to talk to you since we're both interested in Kyra. How do you feel about her? Because she verbally says that um, she's into you. But then she says that you are just an option. And AJ basically says the same thing that Jason says. He's like, she says the same thing. She'll say like, oh, I like you, but you and or I like Jason. But, you know, he could be an option as well at the end of the day. He says, um, AJ says that she's not being proactive enough in deciding who she wants. I'll agree with him halfway, but she's torn just like you're torn between her and Alexis. The only difference is AJ is saying, you know, although he likes Kyra because she doesn't know if she wants him or Jason, now he's kind of looking at Alexis because he likes her. And I'm just like, AJ, you're not into Alexis. Like, I still don't understand the 180. Like, she was too aggressive for you in the beginning. All she talked about was all her sexual energy. But now, because Kyra has options, now you want to take a second look at Alexis. It's just, it's not genuine to me. And the intent just really isn't there. And I mean, you're mad at Kyra for doing the exact same thing you're doing. Like, I'm going to say this for the millionth time. This is a dating show. This is a dating experience. Yes, we probably have like two or three more. I would say two episodes before, you know, reunion time. But y'all should be there. Like Chris and Amber, they know they're locked in for each other. And that's great for them. You know, you can't always look at what the other couple is doing. But y'all are grown as hell with your grown ages like I'm still torn between no you're not no you're not you know who you want so we have a group date with AJ Kyra Liz and Jason they're going horseback riding um nothing happened on this group date um they could have edited this out except for the horse stepping on Liz's foot like she's getting ready to get on the horse and he steps on her foot and the white lady's like oh did, did it did it what did she say did it pinch or something she says and she's like um was like yeah and she was like oh well you might have a horseshoe <laughs> you might have a horseshoe imprint on your foot you just need to go and soak that in the jacuzzi and I was like oh no 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 we need to go soak this in the EMS um I need my foot wrapped I need to see a damn x-ray see if my bones are broken bitch do y'all know how heavy a horse is like that white lady was just like, oh, girl, you'll be okay. But, um, girl, no, we suing. Where the coins at? Where the money reside? But, um, yeah, it's basically Jason talking about how it's awkward because he's in the Kyra and he's in Liz, but he feels a connection with Liz. Kyra saying the same thing. She likes AJ and Jason. Liz just saying, hey, I like Jason. That's it. And AJ just talking about he's happy to be there with Kyra. Like I said, absolutely boring. Meanwhile, back at the ranch, I am always so excited to say that. Back at the ranch, um, Joelle is cooking. Um, he wants Vernisha to come and help him. And the tension is so thick. It's so palpable. They're in the kitchen together. 
Um, and he's like, you know, he wants to pull her to the side because he wants to fix things. And he's basically like, um, you know, they're making small talk. Vernisha is so uncomfortable. I know it's just boiling up inside of her that she wants to go off on him. And, you know, she gets the opportunity to. And Joelle makes a comment about, oh, do you care about me? And she's like, yeah, do you care about me? He's like, yeah. And she's like, well, you need to act like it. Um, basically, Vernisha, Vernicia basically unleashes because she's upset and she was blindsided by him choosing Kyra. You know, why didn't you tell me that you said you would go home with Kyra? Why would you throw me away after one miscommunication? You know, Vernicia is just like, listen, I've been loyal to you. I've been riding for you. I've been down for you. I have never not chose you whenever discussions come up. You have been my number one consistently, period. Um, Joelle's line of defense is, I was just being honest at the time. Renisha claps back with, well, why weren't you honest after the fact? And that's really what it is, Joelle. Why did you have her out here looking crazy? Why were, okay, I get it. You were mad over the conversation. You wanted to be petty. You wanted to say Kyra. Why not let her know that? Be open about it. But he's like, listen, it has nothing to do with Kyra. I could have said Alexis's name. That's how I felt in the moment. He's just standing like most men do. Standing and being fucking <laughs> incorrect and standing all up in it. And I'm just like, oh, Joelle, just take your L. You were wrong and you did her wrong, period. You did her dirty. <sighs> Vernicia is just, she's frustrated and she ends up leaving the kitchen, you know, just like, you know. Um, because she wants, she still wants to not really argue, but she wants to continue the dialogue. And Joel, who feels like he's done nothing wrong, but he has so much to say, but he doesn't want to say it. So Vernicia's like, see, that's the problem. You, you don't, you had the chance to say something present in this moment and you still don't want to say anything. So she storms out. She says in her confessional, confessional, blah, that men can never handle what they dish out. <sighs> And if I had the time to go in on that, baby, I would. She walks outside to the girls and she's just like, basically, y'all, it's a wrap. So she's angry. She's letting off some steam and Joel goes, but looks like into the bathroom to just get himself together. Like he's frustrated and he is getting his lashings and his lickings just like he should be getting. So we're back. Um... Vernicia is venting to whoever's at the table, mainly just KG, Chris, and Alexis. And she hates that Joel is trying to make her feel stupid for being mad about this. KG, Chris goes in the house. Joel's still in the kitchen. And he's just like, are you not being 100 in your shortcomings, my G? <laughs> and I'm like, KG, can can I get the millennial translation? Um, but he's letting Joel know, you know, Vernicia feels stupid she feels belittled and she needs reassurance so you need to own your shit um i don't think she needs reassurance she needs an apology for his actions and she needs an apology for him not telling her like oh i was going to tell you that it went to oh i I didn't feel the need to tell you wasn't necessary she needs him to be honest just a genuine apology is what she needs um but yeah kg tells joelle that he needs to figure that you know own his shit because it's a chicken wrap it's a lettuce wrap it's an avocado wrap like she's done with your ass Joel says in his confessional that he needs to make this stuff right because Renicia has always been the one for him in my Cardi B voice well 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 
now you see after all the shit you done tried to pull after throwing her under the bus with your um, best girlfriend and your brothers and then trying to put the clingy tag on her that didn't work because her ex said she wasn't clingy now it's Vernicia you know you wanted to go home with Kyra that night you know you were laughing it up in the tabernacle but now you need to make things right because she's always been the one yeah Joelle no shit she's always been the one she's been real she's always had your back it's disheartening to me that men are this old and still not mature it's like what's not clicking how are you not this smart at your big age and not even at your big age you are a father is this how you would want someone to treat your children is this what you would want for a partner for your daughter or your son like (sighs) anyway Let's get to Liz and Jason. They get away from the group. They're um, sitting at a gazebo overlooking the lake. It's just romance. You know, they're cuddling. They're flirting with each other. Jason talked, but he'll touch her body because she wants him to massage her foot, which I still think she needs to get taped up and go to an ambulance. (laughs) But she says that she likes Jason and that they're comfortable around each other. He says that Liz brings him peace. And when a woman can do that, that's half the battle. She appreciates his consistency, and it's like, Liz, Jason. And then they end up kissing, and I was like, oh, that's romantic. That's cute or whatever. Um, Jason says in his confessional that he didn't want to kiss Liz until he made a decision. He said he wasn't going to kiss up on her again, but, you know, he just got caught up in the moment, and he really likes Liz, and now he's going to have to explain to Kyra about the kid. I'm just like, Jason, you don't kiss Liz like 50, 11 times. You don't have to explain yourself. You, dare I say it, y'all are in love with each other, okay? Y'all are definitely in heart eyes with one another. So I'm just here counting down the days until they just, I'm putting them in the ranking as one of the three couples that will leave this experiment together. So dinner is about to be ready. Um, Joelle, Jason, and Liz are in the kitchen. Joelle asks Liz, or basically tells her, which I didn't appreciate, to go get the girls, man. So he can talk to Jason. And he asks Jason, you know, how was his gazebo experience with Liz? Was it lovey-dovey? He's like, yeah. Again, for the eighth million time, Jason says he's torn between Liz and Kyra. And I'm torn between... (laughs) hearing this shit (laughs) if i hear the torn will be the new drinking alert um word next week um so joelle you know everybody gets together he cooked all the food with a little help from vernicia they pray over he prays over the food again with the grits at night like i heard alexa say is this grits y'all be i don't know what y'all be doing in texas maybe it's the western shit because we we eat grits in the morning. Granted, there are restaurants that serve shrimp and grits all day. I don't eat shrimp and grits at restaurants. Like, I can make that shit at home. Grits at night again. Okay. Remember last season they had the grits at the cookout? <laughs> Midday cookout. But anyway, let me get off the grits thing. I don't want to start a debate. Joel says that, once again, Vernicia is the only one that matters. He's sitting there next to her while she's trying to eat and joking with her. And, um basically the issue between them is over because he gives her a sincere apology um even though he said you know you got to give me the chance to say you got to give me the chance to apologize Renisha accepts his apology girl I mean I didn't want you to like hang on to this but she had a legitimate reason to be pissed um 
She says that it was the accountability for his actions that she liked, but he needs to know about her. You know, she's going to be mad for a moment. She needs to get stuff out. So let her have her moment, but she's, she's going to get her point across and then she's going to get over it. She does not stay mad about things long. I mean, at your grown age, you really shouldn't, but I co-sign everything she said. Just let me have my moment. If I need to yell, if I need to be mad about something, do not suppress me from expressing my emotions. And I think that is a problem with a lot of black women. We, we're not taught, but we are expected to suppress our emotions and our true feelings because we don't want to be stereotyped as the angry black woman. We don't want to be stereotyped as loud or, you know, she, she's just always angry or she's just, she's just a lot of, you know, she's a handful or stuff like that. But when white women do it, y'all have no problem. Um, Alexis and AJ are talking and she's like, so what happened to you last night? You know, I was trying to text you. AJ says that he did text her back, but that it was late. And then he does, you know, some, some very low key gaslighting. He's just like, you can't jump off the ledge just because I don't text you back. And Alexis is like, you know, she's trying to be calm with AJ with this, but she doesn't want to go in guns blazing like she usually does with him. So she's like, so how do you feel our communication has been since the kiss? And AJ's just like, oh, Lord, here we go. Like, he just wants to enjoy his meal. But AJ basically expresses that he doesn't feel the need to evaluate everything. You know, he doesn't understand why Alexis wants to make everything an issue, even though he understands, you know, granted what happened in her past and especially what happened just on this experience with Troy and what lying ass Ron you know he understands but he doesn't want to be responsible for it so she needs to learn to move on and not nitpick everything um those are my words not his like and I'm like the reason she's doing this is because she is one trying to get to know him better but Alexis realized is slowly realizing that she don't got no prospects here she is at her wits end first she was pursuing Jason he was not feeling well no 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 first she was pursuing Troy really but Troy was kissing up on everybody okay passport sugar daddy then with Jason Jason wasn't really feeling her then she turned her attentions to Ron and then when Chrysanthemum went home she thought she was a shoo-in and then Ron exposed himself to be a whole douchebag so now it's like with AJ I'm just like, girl, you should have been asking these questions about communication and getting to know AJ. If you were really that in with him, you should have been asking that at the beginning. But now it's just giving nag, nitpick and desperate. And I just at this moment, not because she's going to pull some clown shit later. I feel bad for Alexis. Like ain't nobody here that you were equally yoked with. There's nobody here that you have shit in common with. Like you stepped on this scene thinking you were going to be the firecracker and you were going to be the most desired and you know it's other people kind of outshining you little old Liz you know over there little church girl Liz over there and she pulling the top nigga in this experiment you know Kyra was the one on everybody's lips the other week that they wanted to go home with like you know Vernicia got her own love story going on over there Amber done clicked with Chris and like you are still just circling over leftovers like I will be very surprised if Alexis doesn't self-eliminate next week. Like, I, I just don't see anybody here for her. Like, yeah. And now she's trying to overvaluate things with AJ. And we already know what kind of bullshit AJ is on. He's not serious about anything. He's not ready for love. He's just here for a situationship or a 
dinner partner that he can skip out on the meal with like he's not trying to build a future with Alexis and if he's trying to and we consider her son and you know her she hasn't even mentioned the church thing with AJ which is still throwing me like that was such a big deal with Ron but you have not once discussed that with AJ I'm it's it's the delusion for me it's confusion for me and it's gonna be the messiness that occurs in the next segment for me as well all right (laughs) if y'all heard me that was my stomach gurgling okay I have indigestion um so dinner is done it's time for some cocktails courtesy of Joelle um they all want to sit around the coffee table and talk and have a little drink so Alexis says she definitely needs a drink AJ asks if she's good she lies well he says are you good or you got an attitude she lies and says she's good because she says she felt like they were just talking in circles so Kyra says that they should play a game like charades Joelle says no let's play truth or dare so AJ asks KG um truth or dare KG does a dare to rub Amber's feet he is so happy to do that um then it's KG asking for Nisha she chooses truth um is it true that after tonight you were through with Joelle she says that that was not true then Kyra um asks Joelle for his turn and dares him to kiss Vernisha for 10 seconds that shit was awkward like Joelle wasn't even moving his lips Vernisha was trying to cover it I just feel like Joelle is shy as much as personable as he is he doesn't want to do stuff like that in front of people so I was just like all right um Vernisha asked Jason he chooses truth is it true that you're torn between Liz and Kyra and if you've been listening to this episode y'all know I'm tired of talking about that he says yes of course um then she asked a two-part question who you feeling the most um that's not how you play truth or dare but okay he declines answering the question and takes a shot because they did establish you know if you don't do the dare or you don't say the truth take a shot um Kyra is mad because whenever she's asked it's always been Jason if she feels a shift that he isn't that sure about her and that she's he has chosen someone else which is Liz she feels that he just needs to tell her I agree I wouldn't have gotten that upset about that like this this is a game um Amber asks AJ he chooses truth um are you torn was I calling Jason AJ yeah I think I was sorry Jason was torn between Kyra and Liz and that if he feels that way about Liz he needs to tell Kyra Amber asks AJ for his turn he chooses truth are you torn between Kyra and Alexis yes then it's a two-part question and I'm just like this is not fucking truth or dare like this isn't goddamn 21 questions she asks him what are the qualities that you like in both women and why does it make you torn between the two of them AJ just floats through some bullshit talking about they're similar but they have differences um okay AJ he says he's just stuck between what's familiar and what's new meaning that he has history with Kyra he wants to see if they can rekindle that but something about Alexis just makes him want to you know pursue that which I think is a complete lie um but Alexis buys his bullshit and this is why I'm just like Alexis this is why you keep going in circles sis you see the signs but you let the little smooth talking shit just cloud your judgment she's just like oh I liked his answer and it made my heart soften towards AJ and you know 
I need to give him a chance and I was just being extra. <sighs> no comment. Um, Alexis asked Kyra, you know, truth or dare, she chooses truth. How do you feel about AJ? First of all, let me know that there is still some tension between Kyra because when Alexis called on Kyra, Kyra was like, yeah, I knew it was coming. <laughs> like I'm enjoying this rivalry between Alexis and Kyra because they both petty. Um, she asked Kyra, how do you feel about AJ? She says that she likes him, but they both have a headbutting friction because they're both guarded. Girl, that, that's the answer. Then that means that you don't really need to be with AJ. I swear, AJ is Rasputin. He's 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 a damn gypsy. He's running a spell on all of them. Um, Joel asked Liz for truth or dare. She says truth. He asked the. I feel like he wanted to ask another question, but he just changed his mind last minute. He's like, did the process? Well, first he starts off like I noticed that you know some people aren't here. Referencing David, he's like, did the process change you um, for the better? Did it make you a better person? She definitely says that it changed her for the better. Kyra doubles up with a question. Once again, this is not how you play truth or dare, but she wants to know how did David take the elimination going on? Now, we know that David and Kyra had some stuff going on behind the scenes. They obviously didn't show us for a reason. I don't know why, but it would have been interesting to just not see him so into Liz. But she asked how David's elimination was and she um, she tells them, Vernicia says she wants to know about Ron's elimination. So Alexis is getting ready. But um, she basically... Liz tells them that um, David self-eliminated. Um, and they all just started laughing. I was like, y'all are not funny. I think everybody knew that David was a little cray-cray. Because as soon as she said he self-eliminated, everybody busted out into laughter. They ask if she's spoken to him since she says no. So Alexis speaks up about um, Ron being the... She says that she came in the door with this weight, meaning Amber. And she has to get it off her chest. So she says that with Ron, it was the most disrespectful conversation she has had in a very long time. She says that he was condescending um, and that he also let her know that she went on it. He went on a date with Amber. Everybody's shocked. KG is shocked. Amber's just looking like, damn, this bitch about to spill all <laughs> Amber's facial. Amber was hilarious this episode, like all her facial expressions. She was just like, damn, here we go. And that, um she says Alexis says that Ron did let her know that he kissed Amber everybody shook KG is very confused and Amber literally says like what the fuck and she says in her confessional like bitch you know you and I talk every day you could if you had a problem with that you could have just called me hunty um and she's right as much as Alexis because I will be imitating her soliloquy as much as her and Alexis Alexis wanted a moment for TV. Like, you're saying that she's your good friend. Why you couldn't call her to the carpet like freaking Frack would have? Like, y'all know they bitches would have been on the phone gossiping, talking about Ron. But yeah, Alexis, why did you... First of all, you waited until the end of this stressful-ass day. You should have walked in and been like, hey, Amber, let me play to the side. Ron told me this. But I think Alexis was still in her feelings about the Ron thing. She had just came off this empty-ass conversation from AJ, so... She was definitely looking for a moment. I think the fact that she sat next to Chris, I think that was done purposefully. Like, it was just a big old mess. So 
she starts going into this, you know. And for you, Amber, <laughs> I consider you my friend. We talk every day. You talk to me about this man. You counsel me about this man. You pray for me with this man. But you didn't even have enough courage. And she starts getting emotional. I'm like, girl, pack it up, sis. Like, your daytime Emmy is far from being delivered at your doorstep you didn't even have enough courage to come and tell me that this that you had kissed on this man and then you saw me the next day and you had not said something get the fuck out of here alexis um i feel betrayed and i'm looking at you like you were judas really alexis amber is a judas because she's on a dating show you don't even know First of all, you stated it from the very beginning. You don't even know if what Ron had said about the kiss was true. So you're going based off an assumption of a baby back bitch named Ron who was upset and embarrassed that he got eliminated. Like, if you really were that hurt, you wouldn't have waited until the end of the goddamn night while y'all are playing truth or dare to confront her about this. No, you waited until you had an audience you're pissed off from your conversation with AJ. You're just feeling unwanted and you have, once again, I'm going to state zero prospects left in this experiment. So you're mad and choosy mad bitches choose Jif. That's the end of the episode. It ends on that cliffhanger with Amber being like, let me explain. And Chris is looking a little, you know, he's looking a little perplexed, but it's always about intent with me like alexis did that to blow up amber's spot to put her on front street and i really think that alexis is jealous of amber and kg's connection because those two clicked instantly they really haven't had any other obstacles and i think that hurts her and she's alexis you jealous girl you're jealous you're jealous and it's not a good look um Overall, this episode was just pure chaos and pure violence. Like, everybody was choosing violence. Like, Amber coming after Joelle. Vernisha finally unleashing and stopped being nice on Joelle's ass. Ron dropping a bomb. Um, David self-eliminating. Like, <laughs> they need to take the ass home. They don't need to be at the ranch no more. Um, overall, I did like the episode. It was entertaining to watch next week looks a little filler like i feel like there won't be like a grand resolution to amber and alexis but you know just messy all around but that's all i have to say about this episode you guys we are almost done i think we got like either three or four more episodes including the reunion so looking forward to see who the top three couples will be or if there'll even be two couples but that's all i have for you guys tonight thank you so much for listening to my recap i appreciate you guys listening every week you guys need to get caught up ashley and i recorded an episode about two weeks ago and now ashley is doing recaps for um run the world the show on stars which is like the black sex in the city even though i hate calling it that just a black show um developed by yvette lee bowser the creator of living single so please make sure you go and listen to ashley's contractually obligated <laughs> solo session recaps okay i can be found at k-d-a-s-h-d-i-o-r on instagram in the twitter i will see you guys next week thank you so much bye